Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for Fuck, Fuck This Place! So excited. Yeah. yeah. Hear, hear everything. Whatever this is about, I'm just so excited. Jasmine just spoke so highly about both of you yes. and this amazing podcast. Yes. Well, Jasmine's right. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, Jasmine ruled too. So yeah, Jasmine she was ruled. such a great guest. Yeah, Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine is, is amazing. She's like yeah, my she's little awesome. sister. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Nick was in the Whole Food trenches with Jasmine for a little Yeah, bit. that's where I met Jasmine, was in Whole Foods. And, uh, yeah, and she. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was a tough she was a tough cookie back then, and then she started making money making cookies. So I'm glad she found her way because that place yeah. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that place was balls. <laughs> oh man! Um, well, we should probably introduce the podcast. Welcome to Fuck This Place, the podcast about jobs with Chase and Nick. My name is Chase. My name is Nick, and with us today, another fantastic guest. Like some jobs, we got this guest via recommendation. As Ooh, we baby. just uh, as we just established, Jasmine Ortiz rec- highly recommended this guest. She's Top a singer songwriter, singer songwriter, and a host. She has an, her, her album "Sonando in Color" or "Dreaming in Color" came out in 2019. You can also check out several great singles since then, including "Mariposas," which I personally really like. Okay. Um, she is everywhere, and she's with us today, Stephanie Valencia. Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Super pumped. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being here again. And sorry yeah. against the trouble. Absolutely. Well, oh. since uh, since we're getting going, I say let's just go straight into our first segment that we do, actually, Stephanie, on every podcast. It's a segment we call Fuck This Place? Question mark, where we decide if we would work somewhere or not. Uh, you're originally from the San Fernando Valley area. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Great. So we have pulled up three Craigslist posts, all San Fernando Valley adjacent <laughs> or within. I'm not going to say they're all Van Nuys, you know, but there's definitely one. Um, and so uh, I feel like Van Nuys is the cultural center, you know, <laughs> of the San Fernando Valley. Um, but I also can't say that for a fact. Anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the title to three of the uh, of the posts. Um, and okay. just like you're browsing Craigslist, one of them you're going to say, fuck this place automatically. Like, I do not even want to click. I, know, I want to know nothing about this. <laughs> the other two, we're going to take a quick look at and decide if it would work there or not. Does that make sense? If we would work there or we've worked there? If we would, not if we have. That would be, oh, okay. that would be such a dice <laughs> roll every episode. <laughs> hey, have you been to the Jamba Juice uh, Topanga Shopping Center? <laughs> hey, how about that Foot Locker over in Glendale Galleria? Um, I know it's not San Fernando Valley, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's just sort of like if you're browsing Craigslist, is there a, a version of yourself that could possibly say yes to the utter chaos that is Craigslist? That's essentially the, the question we're posing. Okay. So uh, just just for your consideration, title number one of three is looking for hippie female for photo shoot. Okay. Title number two, rabbit rescue attendant. And title number three, bug wrangler. So which of the three is an automatic like, no, I'm not clicking on this. The uh, hippie female photo shoot, the rabbit rescue or the bug wrangler. Uh, funny is I have said yes to probably two out of three of those. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So I will say the one I would probably click on. Yes. to would probably be the, Oh, that's hard. Between one and two. I'll say one. Looking at the female photo show. Cause that's a yes. Yes. Yeah. We have to pick one that we're, so we're going to look at one more. So which would another one that you would click on the rabbit rescue or the bug wrangler? the bunny rescue for sure yeah, yeah. okay i mean cool. i agree if you're gonna work with animals i prefer they'd be at least palm sized mm-hmm. um so I, I prefer furry over yeah. a little fluff. And- yeah. yeah anything yeah. with a stinger feels weird uh-huh. you know it feels aggressive uh, agreed. <laughs> yeah okay well let's take a quick look then uh at post number one which is looking for hippie female for photo shoot and this is in van nuys supposedly right by the airport don't know what that means Really, but there's no uh, pictures. The text just begins and it reads, hi, I'm seeking a hippie female with hair look that is hippie. (laughs) Okay, I think you understand the hippie vibe. Um, Hair look that is hippie and clothing she wears represent hippie. Female who is living hippie lifestyle for a photo shoot for my portfolio, age 18 and up. If you are hippie (laughs) and have no experience modeling, totally fine. I have some outfit and you can bring yours. Please apply with your most recent photo 
and your measurement. And the compensation is $80. And that's the post. This person talks like they were falling down a hill while they were writing this. <laughs> it it's just like so it. many commas. I think they did this on their phone. I think so. Where yeah. you, where, you know, you text. can't really, or voice to text. Mm-hmm. What, no, well, not even that because there's like the misprint of, <laughs> of please and right, all these commas. Right. <laughs> the eyes aren't capitalized. Yeah, no, uh, right. Definitely was done on their phone. They're probably mm-hmm. on a photo shoot with another hippie female. And they're like, uh-huh. this, this female's not hippie enough. Yeah, yeah. Or this this uh, this hippie is walking out on them and they're just like, I don't need you. Watch this. Hi, I'm thinking of <laughs> That's true. They just type yeah. it real fast. Yeah, no, there's a there's a there's a there's a heavy haste here that I don't uh, don't feel safe with. Um, and again, the, 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 the repetition of hippie, you know, you couldn't think of one synonym, not even, you know, not even like earthy or, or granola, boho. boho. Or, yeah. <laughs> Anything in that respect, or even giving a guidance as to owns any of like these clothing styles or they should have given you an inspiration board. I would as agree. To- Cause again, if it's a photo shoot of people who are shooting people regularly, surely, you know, what clothes are, <laughs> you know, you could say H and M over uh, mod cloth or anthropology or whatever, you know, they could pick, exactly. any, they could say anything we've just said, <laughs> and we would be much further down the line. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I, again, I'm not, I don't qualify. Uh, I'm not a, a female nor a hippie, uh, but and you I, don't have hippie hair. I don't mm-hmm. currently have hippie hair. You know, I did, I did, I once had longer hair and I do think the beard, you know, if you put me in a deep, you know, one of those like V-necks that's sort of like Indian inspired with like the frills, I feel like you'd be like, he's all right. You know, he could do it. <laughs> um, but either way uh, there's, you know, separate from your strange syntax, and your lack of a thesaurus, uh, you you haven't told us as much about you, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are a photographer. Yeah, it's fine. I own an iPhone too. <laughs> you know, it, and also yeah. like, and also like, what is this for? And uh-huh. uh, it's for we, their portfolio. It, it says like, for their portfolio. That's so true. in the end, like, mm-hmm. and I will say this because I've definitely have done photo shoots where I've responded to these ads. Like I yeah, have yeah. been that person because uh-huh. one thing when you're in the entertainment industry, you definitely feel like a prostitute where you're like, I need, <laughs> what can I do? Uh-huh. And so yes. definitely when it comes to photos, you're like, I need professional pictures and who's mm-hmm. willing to take my picture. Yeah, that's uh, fair, that's so fair. Oh. a lot of times, case, photographers, and you're good to go. You yeah. Know? You mm-hmm. get 80 bucks, which most of the time, professional photographers, they end up doing exchange where it's like, I'll take your picture for free. When normally I charge two, 300 bucks right. and it's uh-huh. to add to my website or my portfolio and you get my service for free. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's usually more common than them compensating a model. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you're, that's so, not, so like, you're telling have, me 80 bucks ain't so bad. Ain't so bad comparison, but it's always one of those things you also have to like be a female. Being a female, you have to be able to decipher, am I safe? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the number one thing. You're you want this person to either send you their website, send you their portfolio, or meet with this person first, make sure they're legit. Uh, a meet and greet pre-photo. Pre-photo. I've done that with Mm -hmm. like a really (laughs) well-known photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, we met up at a coffee bean. It was a female mm-hmm. and, uh, she was doing an entire series and I was one of the models she wanted to work with. And she met up with me to show me like, Hey, this is what I'm working with. Right, and right, these, right. The, you know, that kind of a thing. This is the Rather deal. Th- yeah. This is the deal. Please respond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This feels very, but this one feels a little a little Very closer to the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Um, it, Stephanie, let me ask you real quick, Stephanie, because we play on this show kind of based around the, uh, the like kind of the outline you've given. We play a game on this show occasionally called Dumb or Murderer. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, the, uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, it was based on like, we, we were for a long time. It was because of the things you were saying. It's like usually <laughs> dudes looking for, for women for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So mm-hmm. we would always typically like to ask the women how they felt using their spidey sense mm-hmm. for this sort of thing. So let me ask you real quick, just shooting from the hip, dumb or murderer on this guy? I would say dumb because yeah, you don't nice. know if it's a male or a female. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing I'd want to okay, find out. Good. So I would just start okay. with 
I would start with dumb to be right able on. to see if it's a murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Start dumb, kind of ease into the pool, so to speak. You don't have to dive into the deep end, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. quickly realize you can just, you can just walk out, you know, if you need to. Exactly. Like, uh, I, well, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, you know, I think <laughs> all this information, I'm, a, I'm in the no camp, uh, because again, you've t- you should at least tell me anything about you. <laughs> right, right, right. Your yeah. favorite color. You don't have to be on topic. You know, yeah. my name is Chaz, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. so that we've got something on you. I have I'm, an address. I'm, I'm out as well, yeah. just because of this person, the, how often they're using the word hippie. He uses hippie like in the way like 60s Batman used the word bat, like mm-hmm. make a bat left, whatever, throw a bat, or like everything's like a bat. He's just like, can you do your hippie hair with a hippie, hippie turn here and a hippie dress? And it just, uh-huh. it would just irritate the shit out of me to be around someone like that. So I'm out. Uh-huh. All right, Stephanie, uh, you, you said dumb. I, I would say dumb. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times and I you're think, out. and I'm out with a yeah. lot of times with my wisdom, I have learned mm-hmm. what's worth my time. Your time is valuable and you have to mm-hmm. value right. yourself and what you're, what you bring to the table. Yeah. Even at 80 bucks, you still got to drive over there, you know, yeah. and uh-huh. that's no good. And then, that's- and then you got to shake off whatever weird looks, <laughs> whoever this person is, was giving mm-hmm. you at the initial coffee meeting. And you exactly. probably had to buy your own, you know, your own green tea. So, <laughs> okay. Cause it's midday. You don't want to go too heavy on the caffeine. Um, okay. You're not going to meet this person in the morning. Sorry. <laughs> I'm spiraling. <laughs> okay. Uh, post number two uh, title is rabbit rescue attendant. This is North Hollywood. Uh, and the post begins. There's no pictures or anything, which honestly, I was kind of hoping for a picture of a bunny. That would have been nice. Uh, and it says rabbit rescue attendant. Uh, and, and this is cold. And honestly, it feels like there should have been some text here, you know, because it just jumps right straight into uh, duties include general cleaning, transporting laundry to the laundromat, customer service, medicating, grooming and feeding rabbits, stocking shelves, answering telephones, returning emails, <laughs> scheduling grooming and boarding appointments, a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> do you mean do your taxes? Part time, part time. Sorry, approximately 10 <laughs> hours per week. All preliminary interviews will be conducted via Zoom, so you know you don't have to waste time on the coffee. Uh, Conversation minimum wage—they don't even tell you—they don't even tell you what minimum wage is. <laughs> You're like legally, it's the bottom. Uh, <laughs> employment type uh, is part-time, and then again, they reiterate the title is Rabbit Rescue Attendant. That's it. Mm-hmm. This this all sounds like the least fun parts of hanging out with the rabbit, though, right? I agree. So like, mm-hmm. there's yeah. like not there's not even like a little like a little note at the end that goes like, and we have a good time hanging out with the rabbits. You know, <laughs> it just sounds like yeah. sounds like I'm just lugging a bunch of like rabbit shit covered laundry <laughs> to the bat <laughs> town. You know, <laughs> getting no time with the actual like bunnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the one where it's like answering phone calls, you're basically a receptionist yeah. at this point. You're a receptionist. Yeah. Is where it says like going to the laundromat. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do I need Why? to go to the laundromat? I'm sorry. Like, yes, 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 yes. how is that important or pertinent to <laughs> any I, of this? Because <laughs> like I know, you know, I, 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 you know, I've been around some rabbits, and I know they shit wherever they want. I get it. But I also know that rabbits mostly live in cages. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and 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 that if they're out of a cage, somebody said it was okay for them to be out of a cage. You know by accident or on purpose, somebody permitted that rabbit to roam freely. So my concern, here's my, here, I have a vivid picture here that it's just basically one person who's like the quote unquote store owner. Really, they're just a psychopath who just has like a storefront that's just full of loose running rabbits, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, like, I, I used, I worked this one place, these guys, this guy had, it was a tour company, like it's not related, but, but he had a uh, birds and, um, and he let the birds out and the birds would sit on his shoulder and stuff. But the thing about birds, just like rabbits, they shit all the time. <laughs> so they yeah. just shit on his shirt, you know? And I'm just imagining you're hanging out with bird, uh, ra- bird man, rabbit boy, mm-hmm. and you're doing their <laughs> laundry. Like, oh, the rabbit shit on my pants, you know, because he was sitting on my lap again. <laughs> you know, can you take my pants off for me <laughs> and run over to lunch? Like, I just think that it's going to be, yeah, it's full on whatever this person wants from you. For only which is everything, which is everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be one thing if it's like we need a receptionist for a rabbit rescue, and all you have to do is answer Mm -hmm. the phones and answer emails, and that's it. But it's asking you to kind of be an assistant, a manager, uh, you know, 
groundskeeper, janitor. It's it's uh, yeah, every incoming title sales. under the yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring bunnies, like you know, the last thing they <laughs> yeah. want is like find adoption and for medicating the bunnies. bunnies. They want you to yeah. make a vet. Well, here's yeah. my question. Uh, and and what rabbits need rescuing? <laughs> like a I know lot. They do? do. Like people breed I them a do. lot. No, what happens is you get a lot of people that buy a bunny because they think it's a good idea. And then they realize it's more work than it's worth. Yeah. Or they buy uh -huh. bunnies for their kids for mm. Easter. Oh. There's like this huge, because I have friends that have fostered rabbits. Bunnies. Okay. Yeah. And and it's because there's so many people that buy a bunny thinking, oh, it's going to be really cute and it's going to stay really small it's like a pig it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then uh -huh. they're like oh it's like yeah, wanting it a starts baby, like shoving you around the house yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says this is my bathroom yeah it's, mm -hmm. it's more responsibility than they signed up for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. man that's a bummer we got a, we got we got like a like a like a leaky rabbit pipeline you know <laughs> where it's just like oh easter sounds like a good time to get a rabbit yeah and then by mm -hmm. like summer you know as soon as school's out they're like no i'm not taking care of this fucking rabbit yeah and then and then there's a rabbit rescue wow um wow uh, a real a real look into the rabbit uh world you have yeah. to love you have to love bunnies or be a person that's definitely an advocate for like don't buy bunnies yeah uh -huh. to want to do this because it's going to be more more reward if you're a passionate person and this you love animals right then it is if you're a person that's like I'm really just trying to make pay my bills. Like yeah, uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh, yeah no, I yeah. definitely agree. Like because rabbits, uh, they can't like smile. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they really can't. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But it doesn't appear that they can show a lot of affection. You know, I guess yeah, like they can move petted, their nose. Maybe. They can move they their can move nose their a little nose, bit, yeah. right? Right? You know, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No. I had a friend who had a roommate that had a rabbit and I fucking hated it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and again, I believe that that rabbit deserved to be rescued. If that person gave up that rabbit, I'm just saying, I don't want to be around it. Mm -hmm. yeah, ex yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this is way more work than they're for minimum wage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And again, I, I would I imagine they're going to leave you alone. I bet you this person's going to leave you alone. They're going to be like, I got to go. <laughs> Uh, and then you're alone with just a, like, not even a store, just sort of a, a, you're in the cage with the rabbits, you know, like it's just like <laughs> rabbits railing, raining from the rafters. It's doesn't seem good. Yeah. I would also be afraid of like, just doing all this stuff. Like, you know, then you got to worry if one gets outside and there's like a hawk, you know, or like a oh, big cat yeah. or something, oh, yeah. you know, like they're, they're also just animals that get easily killed by other animals, you know? Other Which animals is not, and objects, you know, yeah. uh, cars for sure. You like, know. yeah, well, you run like a dog rescue. Most of those dogs aren't going to get picked up by like a bird and then taken <laughs> away, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, and, then, and then it happens behind your back and you don't know you're looking in the sky mm -hmm. to see if maybe you see it being guarded. <laughs> so you have something to say, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like you could just lose a rabbit. You know, yeah, like absolutely. a rabbit could oh, get into like some kind of a tubing, a piping, and you just think it was like an old rag or whatever mm -hmm. in there, you know, mm -hmm. you wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. yeah, so you're right, you're right. I'm out, I'm out. I feel like I'd lose a lot of rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going out for smoke breaks, you know. <laughs> I, just, I don't lock well, the it's door. It's part time. You don't get a smoke break. Oh, yeah. That's true. It's only That's 10 true. hours a week. That's, That's it. So oh, you'd yeah. be. They're going to do, they're gonna of... do two hours a day, five days a week, you know. Of, uh, of you just chilling mm -hmm. doing all this work and it's Best probably case, you, know. you need to do all of this probably in that two hour span i agree yeah right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just <laughs> uh, i mean yeah this is too many things to do in any time you know for one human uh, a little bit of everything just seems like a lot of everything i don't think it seems like a little bit in any way just like the rabbits they're not little they get bigger they get bigger and bigger mm -hmm. so exactly. i mean no uh, I do respect the Zoom interview. That's the only thing I respect. Um, but you could tell in that Zoom interview, if there's a rabbit on that person, you're doomed. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like for the philanthropic at heart. Like if you're a person, like a person that wants to work at a, a rescue for dogs, like an animal shelter, mm, yeah. it, it right. takes that special person who wants to, who loves it. But again, if you're talking about in the industry, they don't love this. This is not, not something that they're passionate about. So yeah. only mm -hmm. sign up for this. Only respond to this Craigslist ad if that's something you're passionate and I about. Think, and I, I appreciate your generosity here, Stephanie. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> I'm a little concerned that this isn't a legitimate operation in the sense that like, like a dog rescue is like, we are the humane society of North San Fernando Valley. You know what I mean? Like this person hasn't said anything about who they are. Like, we don't even know if this is a storefront or someone's house. Right. Like probably is someone's house, you know, or, or garage, you know, best or case vet. Or maybe a it's vet. a vet. I don't know. There's it's so vague. We got nothing. That's why I'm saying we I got nothing. You're right. Every bullet point you listed is correct. I'm just saying those are all correct, provided that the Zoom interview indicates that there is uh, an office with a door that locks, you know, <laughs> instead of a living room covered in rabbit piss. Does it have a bathroom? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna say no uh, for all of the reasons listed above. Yeah, I'm out too. All right, fuck that place. Heyo, what's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Hey, did you know that you can text this podcast? The number is 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. We take your side, by the way. Just that's an automatic position. If you text us, we're on your side. Yeah, I don't give a damn about your boss. You think I'm going to protect that guy? I hate that guy. I hate that guy. I got your back. We got your back here. Absolutely. We're like, this is like a weirdo, like sleazy lawyer commercial. I mean, we're on your side to a point, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm wearing a goofy suit right now. (laughs) I'm wearing a brown tie. (laughs) Couldn't tell you why. If you need to talk shit about something, like we're we're your we're your shit talking team. All you gotta do is text four seven zero two two three five six two seven. That's four seven zero two two three five six two seven. We're on your side. Stephanie, what's the first job you ever had? The first job I ever had, I worked as kind of a coach for a boxing gym. Whoa. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, how'd you get into that? I was in charge of conditioning for the little kids. I was oh. a student that was boxing. And that's how I've gotten a lot of jobs was I was currently a student. I was there and they decided, Hey, oh. want the job. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the owner of the place offered me a job as for conditioning for the younger kids, uh, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was all little boys and uh, so I got mm-hmm. to, you know, work them and it was a very different mentality. So I kind of had to learn to be ruthless, not to get picked on and whatnot. So that was mm-hmm. awesome. It was, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, but I have like, learned, wait, so like you're, you're, you're like conditioning is so like, like, you know, doing like drill sergeant kind of attitude, sure. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. So you, you have to like, you're like beating up these little boys or whatever to get out of line, like <laughs> <laughs> let them know, set them straight. Yeah, no, I was not. No, I, I did not beat up little boys. Uh, I definitely would get in the ring. I know, bummer. I definitely mm-hmm. got in the ring with a couple of them, but mm-hmm. it was uh, conditioning. It was just like getting them started, getting them warmed up, okay. uh, you know, getting them prepared for the class that was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of fun. The only crappy part was having to clean up afterwards for them because um, oh. little boys, they all sweat. So when you have a class of like about 20 uh-huh. uh, and it's just dripping, dripping sweat and fest. a lot of, and a lot of little kids are already like going through puberty and they don't know deodorant yet. Yeah. So they just stink. Uh-huh. Just so that was the hard, <laughs> that was just the hardest part was having to mop up the mats that we did have uh-huh. and the ring afterwards. But yeah. other than that, I mean, uh-huh. it was a blast. I loved it. It was a lot of fun, uh, especially mm-hmm. because, I always tell people, I'm like, I love being the boogeyman where it's like, I'm a ruthless person, like a little mini, <laughs> like I'm, I'm a mystery walking around. Uh, uh-huh. I love that. I love not necessarily the intimidation, but I feel uh, I love the where it's like, is she mean or not? That questionable. Yeah. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. Is she mean or not? Is she, or is she just real good at punching? Yeah. I yeah. Now, yeah. I'm definitely not a bully. I'm the I'm the friend of the friendless, but mm-hmm. I I do love that where people aren't sure how to approach me. Mm-hmm. I'm like it, it just makes me mysterious, mm-hmm. and I, right. I I own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, that's great. And, and so, so you said you had to you had to learn how to not get pushed around by them. Is that is that what you said? You get respect. You know, yeah. it, it's kind of with anything with because after that, it's really funny. I've worked with a lot of programs with kids, which is funny. I'm not a I'm not like the friendliest the person I, I mean, I am friendly, but 
I'm not mm-hmm. one that's very like, let's play, you know, uh-huh. definitely not unless I'm being hired for that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things that I got a lot of opportunities of working with, with young people. And um, when you're dealing with junior high to high school, you have to, especially with boys, you have to learn on be respected, not be flirted with, not be, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, not I'll be talked back to. Yeah. Uh, so it's like being on the prison yard kind of thing. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you got to come in. You got to come in strong. Yeah, exactly. Especially by smelly little boys. Get out of here with yeah. that. You know? I was going to say <laughs> the hardest thing for sure is like, yeah, I, I understand like kind of finding that balance. But I would say that the second hardest thing has got to be finding that balance without telling them that they smell to their face. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like someone's like talk, talks back to you like, well, oh, it's... yeah, well, you smell bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a balance of I'm tough, respect me and trust me. Mm. But at the same time, it's like without bringing them down sure, without yeah, like yeah. killing their self-esteem because yeah, it's definitely. like you want them to be confident and mm-hmm. you want them to trust you but at mm-hmm. the same time it's like i'm not going to break your spirit mm-hmm. even though there were some little brats that you're like oh like let me just meet yeah. you outside like mm-hmm. you definitely wanted yeah, to just like yeah, yeah. let me show right, you who's right. boss but you could you have to have that balance of that demeanor of i'm tough don't mess with me trust me listen to me uh but at the same time with me yeah no no i I appreciate the hell out of that i'm not a um i'm not a big fan of kids period Mm -hmm. like i mean i like the kids that are in my life Mm -hmm. like i love my best friend's kids Mm -hmm. you know like the ones are my but other than that automatically kids do not get a pass yeah yeah, get away from me i don't want to talk to you your shirt's dumb (laughs) i'm not into it you know i don't want to want a part of it you know I can't imagine (laughs) whatever it is. It's dumb because I'll, I'll fight you right at your level. I'll devolve to where I'm also 12 now. And then we're just (laughs) slinging mud at each other or whatever, you know, I just funny uh, because I, I love, I'm always mesmerized by little, little kids because they can just be, uh, entertain themselves with nonsense and you see their imagination. I'm always just like enchanted. I'm like, really? Like that's how mm-hmm. your brain is working right now. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. so funny. I'm very similar to Nick where I like, I'm that aunt. I have all my aunts were all really tough with me where mm-hmm. it was like, there will be no crying. Mm-hmm. I will leave you here kind of mentality. And they're like <laughs> my favorite aunts. They're like my favorite mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And I became mm-hmm. that aunt. And I remember mm-hmm. taking my niece with me, um, my friend's daughter, and I said, hey, I'll take her. And she was like, you've never babysat. I'm like, no, I've never babysat, but I, I got her. She's at that uh-huh. age. She understands who's boss. She likes bars, So right? I took yeah. her, right? I'm like, she'll be fine. So like, she I took pool. her with me. <laughs> you know, and so I took her with me and I had to like, think about it. I'm like, I cannot have this kid run off on me. And I showed her two uh-huh. quarters and I like looked on my phone to see if there was a pay phone anywhere. And I found one on the map at the Uh mall Uh and i was like all right here are the rules i was like fiat is really cool i'm really cool i'm a blast to hang out with you behave with me we'll get ice cream i was like Uh you don't behave with me i will leave you here with these two quarters and i will write your mommy's number down on your arm and she can come get you Uh and she was like i was like i will leave you here and she was like (laughs) she was like okay and stuck with Timmy like glue. And then she was like, Neat, yeah, can we go back to the mall? Like mm-hmm. had the best time with me. Mm-hmm. Cause she knew it's like, oh, Thea's cool. There's just no funny business. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. gave her like the bowling lane, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I yeah. was definitely, I was like, my boxing attitude came back into play. It was like, mm-hmm. oh. so so you're regularly like just giving the speech where you got him by like the collar and you're like holding her up against the, <laughs> the wall, like shaking her real hard. Like, I will leave you here and I will give you the these quarters and i'll tell you you either call your mom or they're putting them over your dead eyes right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the kids love me i will say that but i'm definitely how could I they not <laughs> i don't talk down to them i kind of talk to them at eye at level like i'll uh-huh. squat down and i'm like yeah. okay listen this. clearly uh-huh. like i, I yeah, am yeah. that person and then they're yeah. like yeah i'm hanging out with stuff it's like okay yeah it sounds time. like it sounds like they feel like they're in a gang after they hang out with you <laughs> 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 
Maybe. Maybe. I could <laughs> definitely be. I'm in on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm definitely the godfather of the mob family. So yeah, it, it yeah. becomes that. Mm-hmm. Every kid that hangs out with you after they, they're like, then they own a leather jacket automatically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I think any kid hangs out with me, you get a leather jacket. I like that. I'm owning that from on the here house. on out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of like the, the you know, really defining the lanes there of just sort of like this can go really well you know like we could do the ice cream sprinkles maybe in your future or you see that fucking train over there you're gonna hop that train you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna take a right back, back to the rail yards and you will never see any of us again you're gonna live on the trains forever uh-huh. you know just really just really go for it i'm that tough love for sure like when it comes to little kids around me that i love and i know i'm gonna see them again exactly. they know they can hang out with me but but there are rules like yeah. I played Ninja Turtles and, pa- and Power Rangers when I was a kid, you know, so let's, right. let's set the rules straight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the, R- the- R- R- rules straight, funny costumes and I'll beat the shit out of you. Okay. Those are the two <laughs> things I'm about. Um, so, yeah. so just to clarify that the, the way the class was structured, you were like the, like maybe like a cardio or some kind of like conditioning thing where they just like, this was like a bunch of pushups and stuff uh, or like sprints or whatever. And then they just run and then they, then they start beating each other up. Kind of. It was more of we wanted to teach them uh, respect, respect Mm. of each other, because the one thing with boxing, it's a gentleman's sport. Hence why they touch gloves in the beginning. Uh, So it was all about respecting each other, rooting for each other, Mm. uh, even though, you know, treating them like they're in your corner. And so we would do it where it's like if one of you stops, we're starting over. It's a team building. It's a team building situation. So I would do that all the time with them where it's like, okay, we're going to do push-ups. Like everybody's doing push-ups. You give up now. Everybody starts over. So it was everyone encouraging everyone's like, come on, don't stop. And we would, you know, was telling them it's like no 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 encourage him like if he's struggling you don't turn on him yeah so yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you become enemy number one really it's mm-hmm. not the one poor kid who's struggling to do a push-up right it's You're the person the, who's uh-huh. it's the person that's demanding and commanding everyone to do push-ups basically yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. hell yeah mm-hmm. nice nice how long nice, did you do nice, that nice. and how old were you again <clears throat> i was ooh, i was in high school when i did that okay. and i did that probably for like three years, maybe right. two and a half, but yeah, two and a half, three uh-huh. years. It was a blast. It was so much fun. Uh, but it's really funny because it opened up a lot of doors for me where I ended up getting odd jobs after that because of that, which was kind of odd. Because the people you met there? or Yeah, the people I met there. And then I, being an entertainer, it was one of those things that somebody would be like, oh, hey, Steph, I heard that they need this. You'd be great. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, OK. And mm-hmm. especially being bilingual in the valley, it's key. So right. it ended up opening up some doors to me where then people knew it's like, oh, Steph also sings. We should hook her up with so-and-so. Right, 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 so they'd right. give her a gig or yeah. Steph also does this. She'd be great for it. So it became really awesome as far as a networking circle is concerned sure. uh-huh um, yeah, I, think, I think people yeah. miss, like I, I think the people can underestimate how like impactful that is to like have like 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 a, a gym or a community like that where it's almost like a it's a it's like an accidental meetup machine you know where mm-hmm. you just yes. like you know you become known as a known entity in this group and like as your needs become apparent and your needs sort of float throughout the group, then people can be like, I wonder if I can help that person with that thing. Like whatever it is, even if it's not career stuff, it's like childcare or, you know, whatever, like you never know. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's the thing, like your personality says a lot, like I have no problem networking and whatnot. And like, I'm one of my best friends I met was my Starbucks barista. Like no lie. was the Mm -hmm. person I saw every morning at Starbucks. I just happened to be the nice person talking to Probably him every day <laughs> and i was like hey how's it going you know going in not like a decaffeinated psycho uh-huh. and <laughs> treating him like a human being became my best friend mm-hmm. and he would tell me that he had customers that were really cool and started wanting to scout him for jobs where i was mm-hmm. even getting scouted because there was somebody who's like hey are you looking for a job just because they saw mm-hmm. me chit-chatting with him so you're uh-huh. you almost have to look at it especially in this industry or this life you never know who's looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, so yeah just yeah. be you and do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel every night closing my eyes. Be you is <laughs> someone watching me oh, right now. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> is someone looking at you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, Steph. So that was your first job. What would you say is the worst job you've ever had? Ooh, I would say um, there's two. There's <laughs> two. One of them was a contracted job where I only got hired for the weekend as a host. Okay. okay. And that was a nightmare. That that one was a disaster. And I'll, I'll get to that one. And then another one was a job I had for probably two years that I should have probably quit yeah. the year before. Yeah. I probably uh, yeah. should have said uh-uh. F this place like mm. a year before that. Yeah, yeah. So the one job I was contracted for a year, it was a child, it was a kid's stage. Someone hired me. They I MC a lot of events mm. and they said, hey, we want to hire you to MC this weekend. It's a festival Friday through Sunday. I said, no problem. I was so used to it that it was not a big deal. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cake. It's easy money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely had, I worked my tail off. So it was a kid stage, never had MC'd a kid stage before. Mm-hmm. It was a kid stage that they basically booked everyone for half hour slots. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen little kids perform. They perform for five minutes. Five minutes, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, if that. Uh And so they booked all these, all these acts for half an hour. Yeah. So then we had like Uh twenty minute, thirty minute increments, and then I ended up with like twenty minute windows of fill time. Uh Oh my god! It was horrendous. I was struggling so much because. I literally was using up all my energy to entertain all the audience that was there so they wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. So it be, mm-hmm. I became a, a clown, a DJ, and mm-hmm. yeah, everything. You magic on the side or whatever? I, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I basically, we, it was so bad that we had, um, I had a 20-minute window between like almost every act. I ended up having freeze dance with all the kids up on stage, which I don't know if you've ever played with kids. It's exhausting. It, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of energy because their their attention span. It's like I'm checked out if I'm not engaged or entertained. Uh-huh. So I am trying to entertain everyone, adults, children, teenagers, mm-hmm. everything under the sun, trying to keep them like, stay here. Don't leave this stage, this mm-hmm. area. It's just going to get better. Mm-hmm. And so I was like giving away prizes. Mm-hmm. I was like going to all the food stands that were at this event saying like, hey, could you give me a free ice cream to give away? Hey, could you give me this? And they would. They're like, okay, yeah. So I'm entertaining. I'm running around. Like I ended up having like, we became a clown. I was like, I want to welcome everybody to my zoo. Mm -hmm. And I had all the little kids be an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, and do that kind of a thing. And it, it was entertaining. I was so fried. I got home and I was laying down staring at a television that wasn't on mm-hmm. not realizing <laughs> it wasn't on uh-huh. and like my guy goes yo do i'm going to turn on the tv for you i said i didn't even realize the television wasn't uh-huh. on and i thought i was i was like i thought i was asleep uh-huh. and i was just wide awake but my body was dead because yeah. i had been performing at my maximum level yeah. from the hours of 10 a.m till 7 p.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I was done for. I was fried and I had to do it all over again the next day. And it was a wow. nightmare. It was so what, exhausting. So, okay. So, so you're, you're having to scramble on that first day, probably making, choosing kids. you like, you two box or whatever, you know, but you're doing whatever you got to do to get them <laughs> to like, but by the end, are, do you have your own routine? Like, After are you picking years. up like, at like, or like how to like, okay, now I know how to hold the, hold them between oh like, yeah mm-hmm. i you know i became an, an mc i started getting hired as an mc and as a host because many times being a performer shit goes wrong power goes out strings get busted something mm-hmm. happens a generator blows yeah whatever mm-hmm. you end up having to fill time no matter what mm-hmm. or i would have it where it's there would be dead silence between my team setting up and whoever was taking down and there was silence. So I would basically get on the mic to not lose the audience and be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, how's it going? So I became really good at it. So that's how I started getting jobs like this, where I'd get hired by festivals to come and entertain. Mm -hmm. And 
there's been some festivals that are questionable. It's like, why did I get hired for this? Of course. Uh, and there were festivals like that one was the worst one where I, I was exhausted beyond compare. I've never been that exhausted in my life where I hated everyone by the end of the day. I was like, I don't want to see parents, grandparents or children for like a week because yeah. I, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so definitely qu- feel that. So question you, you know, you speak about, oh, I want, I want the, the, the people to stay. And, and if I were in your shoes, I would want the same thing because I'm going to be there all day. I might as well have a fucking audience, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like, but like what, I mean, you also could have just, you know, another person in your position could have just said, ah, fuck it. And just like, let them go. And what, like, were, were there consequences if that was the case? I ended up doing that at one point. I was like, <laughs> we're going to take a 30 minute break. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and everybody mm-hmm. cleared out. They're like, no, 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 no. We need to keep them entertained. It's like, okay, yeah, I could do that for how long? Like, I yeah. let's be real. Yeah. I've already done freeze dance. I've mm-hmm. already done this. I've done a modeling show here. Like, I what did six backflips. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Basically, that's what it came down to. It's like, I have been flipping, juggling, dancing, mm-hmm like a dumb bear for like the yeah. past uh-huh. you know, X amount of hours and, and let's be real. Uh-huh. And so yeah. um, it's one of those things where it's because then when you come back, you're like, all right, I'm, let's I'm, come back. I'm sorry. I was going to try to come up with like some improv stuff, but you saying dancing like a dumb bear is funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I did the dumb bear routine. All right, I did it. I was just doing a dumb bear routine. I was. Um, So, so who's so? I guess, like, I don't know, maybe, but like, you, you, you talk about going backstage, and then somebody's like, "Go back out there!" Like, who are these people that are like egging you on? It's the people that were in in charge. (laughs) And the thing is, like, you deal with so much because I've been a stage manager where you're managing everyone checking in men, not going in the women's dressing room, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. performers not taking over the entire dressing room that was made for all the groups of yeah. females kind of thing. So you almost, you're like a referee and a circus wrangler at the same time. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. And mm-hmm. so you, there's moments you have to just be like, you know what, say la vie, it's going to go how it's going to go. We're just going to go with flow. And then there's other moments you're like, shit okay now i have to get to work and so being able to fill those time slots because you don't want to lose the audience because then the next performer that comes in has nobody has nobody right and right, 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 right. has sad. nobody because they're, they're a child and they're sad <laughs> and you're like shit i was like okay yeah let me do what i could do and so it, it it was it's been exhausting i mean i've done events where you wing it like literally winging it like you yeah, wouldn't yeah. imagine mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, did they ever consider just changing the slots? <laughs> Once it's done, it's done. It's really hard to turn around. No, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, and say, hey, we told you four, sh- show up at three. <laughs> yeah, no, no that's, that's mm-hmm. fair. What I'm saying is, did you said that you did this for two years? You did? No, I did oh, another this was the job weekend for gig. two years. Uh, this was the weekend contract gig. This is the weekend contract gig. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Jesus. Got mm-hmm. it, got it, got it. Oh no, yeah, you're fucked. You yeah, know, if it, the weekend yeah. has begun and you've got yeah. two more days, like that's it. That you're done. Yeah, and yeah. you're right. It's it's a gross overestimation of how much their kids can do. And honestly, honestly, you have a seven year old or whatever. Have you conditioned your seven year old to perform for thirty minutes straight? Yeah, to like, sing. That's for 30 child minutes. abuse. You know, at that <laughs> yeah. point, it's like yeah, a couple songs, maybe that's it. That's yeah. all. They, you know, yeah, that's all. Or they even can do. dance that's all routines should do. Yeah, yeah. Even dance routine. One song is figure three and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. One song. You're talking about maybe ten songs. We'll say eight. Mm -hmm. Eight songs of Mm -hmm. performance. Mm -hmm. Like, how much of that have you really like? If you've been to ever like a little kids play in general, right? Yeah. Eight performances. Eight Mm -hmm. eight performances. Think of that. Eight songs being sung, and most of the time, little kids sing two minutes. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. That's it. They sing two minutes. So it's, it's exhausting. It, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work. So I was just like, who the hell scheduled this? And and it was whoever scheduled it didn't really ask them like, hey, 
how much time like tell me exactly how hey, many have you whatever ever met a kid before yeah <laughs> <laughs> Robin, we're it was a lot kid stage uh yeah. do you know any children because i've ne- clearly never met them in my life yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you ever watched a kid perform not exactly metallica up there okay? <laughs> well it's the thing is like you know there's like there's like festivals that are organized around like national touring adult acts that are 30 minute sets mm-hmm. you know exactly. like back when right. warp tour was a was a thing i was gonna say a warp tour 30 yeah, minute yeah, yeah. sets for like my oh, chemical romance you know exactly <laughs> yeah, if yeah. that and most of the time it was something like 20 minutes yeah, right. like, like a 20 minute yeah, set load in, yeah. e- in between each one and that was like weenie roast warp to like all of those yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, yeah. we're gonna lot. do weezer for lot. 19 <laughs> minutes yeah, 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 yeah and then we're gonna have this little kid barry come up and he's gonna he's- just go as long as he can <laughs> Uh, he's got a standard routine about how uh, women be different than men. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like acoustic performances. Acoustic performances take so much work. It's yeah. so exhausting. Like all being those a performer. Candles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the candles. All the candles. What kind of romantic performances do you think I'm doing, man? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if it was like a, a Nirvana unplugged thing. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, so any um any unplugged performance, like I think when they did Acoustic Christmas. Uh-huh. Each performance was like three songs, maybe four. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh-huh. Because acoustic performances take way more energy because yeah. you are the energy. Yeah, it's exhausting. Everything. It's yeah. so much work. It is. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah, a little story, story before each song, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this, about, pretty much. this is about how I used to be in fifth grade last year, and this year I'm in sixth grade. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Changes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, and this yeah. is about the bus. I don't like it too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said you had a, a the job you were at yeah, for the two, two years. years the two years. What, what is this? Okay. So I was at a job for two years. Now I went from extremes of working with all men, all boys, yeah. mm-hmm. to working with all women. Mm. And so I was at this one gym. It was my first time teaching women. First time. So I was kind of learning the lay of the land. Um, So I was teaching at this women's gym and teaching boys is very different. Boys, it's like drill sergeant. Like you could do better. Keep going. Like it's a very different mentality when you're coaching versus with women. You're like, that looks fantastic. You know, you should be so proud of yourself. Let's do it again. Like, oh my, you, you have to compliment the growth to inspire a woman to keep going mm, and mm, make mm. them feel, and especially these were older women. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing them struggle because they've never done a push up, They've never done whatever. Mm. And it was being able to see the joy on their face. It was like, Oh, okay. Very different atmosphere where it's like, you can't criticize and it's learning how to choose your words carefully mm-hmm. because you can really break someone's spirit by the, even the sure. smallest yeah, no. criticism. They've been mm-hmm. yelled at and before. So, you know? <laughs> and so you're just like, okay, versus the boys was a whole different ball game. And so I'm at this gym and I had women and the owner was neurotic, like neurotic where, um, I had to clean before and after for myself when they did hire a receptionist on their own to do all this crap. Yeah. Um, okay. you couldn't like every little thing, you can't do this. You can't do that. And then she would tell me like, Oh, by the way, this student, when they come in, make sure they don't do this and make sure this student doesn't do that. And these are all grown women. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so you're just like, what? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. sit there. I'm not going to sit there and nitpick over something really stupid. Like, Hey, don't put your shoes there. Yeah. Like over something really stupid. And then also the other thing was I was making the drive all the way. I was doing like about a 30 minute drive every, mm. every single time I had to teach. Mm. And so I was doing a 30 minute drive and her, her thing was you had people that were paying a membership of, you know, whatever, 10 classes kind yeah, of thing, yeah. whatever you pay for in a it gym, like a uh, rather, or different, either 10 class package or a full month. Got it. And if uh, there was only one student, you had to shut down the classroom. So I had to tell that one person who had to pay for valet parking, hey, by the way, you're, you have to go home because you're the only one here. That sucks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I then felt like the asshole saying like, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you drove all this way. I know you're all dressed up to work out, but I can't teach you. So I kind of would kind of vouch for these students and be like, you know what? 
um, I had a friend of mine who had paid a membership and I was like, yo, can you show up? And she lived down the street and she was like, do I need to just sign me in? She's like, I'm, she's like, I'm going to sign myself in. Mm-hmm. So she would sign herself in to show that there was two students uh-huh. when I had like a super, super early class, yeah, which yeah. I didn't mind. I'm like, I drove 30 minutes to be here. Bro, we like, yeah, yeah, to yeah, discover yeah, yeah. upon arrival. Like I understand if it's an online thing and maybe you can cancel 30 minutes in advance or something, but like to be no. on site already is bullshit. On site already. And it was whoever showed up, showed up. Like how and do you so expect customers ha- to trust you anyway? Mm-hmm. So at first it was one, at first it came to the rule of two. There has to be two or more. Mm-hmm. And then it was okay. like, oh no, no, no. Like if, or no, three or more. Sorry, it was three or more. And it was like, that's, you can't do that. You can't right. do that. How do you build a schedule? And then it was two or more. How do you build a fucking schedule? Yeah. And so I was becoming <laughs> just like, I was just becoming the jerk. Basically, <laughs> every time I taught, I was like, uh-huh give me a minute. Like I'm, you know, but yeah. it also became because I started vouching for them and having my friend who bought a membership and would basically sign herself in. Mm. Um, I was able to teach them like, listen, just don't say anything. I'll teach you because you drove all this way. Like I had one student that drove all the way from Torrance just okay. to attend my class. And wow. I was like, dude, you drove an hour. Yeah, like how I'm not uniquely insulting. Yeah. I am not going to do that to you. And so I stayed there for two years and I probably should have. Steph. Oh, shit. That, Cause I was still learning women. This is kind of fun. I hear you guys. Wait. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. You're good. Just, restart just cut with, out. I stayed there for two years. That's all. You're good. Oh yeah. I stayed there for, for two years and I, I, I sucked it out cause I really enjoyed the students and I really enjoyed uh-huh. their growth and, and they were really it was rewarding, but I was dealing with so much, I don't want to say abuse from the owner mm-hmm. because the owner was just an erotic, crazy person. Right. So I, it was like, I got to get out of here. No, I, I think so I finally when I was, well, I was going to say, I think yeah, I finally just said like, bye. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I think that's something that like, kind of like by hook or by crook, those types of owners or managers or whatever kind of like prey on that a little bit. Because it's just like, okay, well, you'll just put up with the shit, you know, and I think especially in uh, Los Angeles or New York or kind of any like city that's got like a scene for something else that people actually want to do, they'll, your workers will just put up with shit, you know? So like, so I think that that's probably, you know, you seem like a passionate person. So that clicked into that part of you to like, no, but I got to do right because I'm trying to do right by these people. Yeah. I think a lot of businesses rely on. Uh, not in any way engendering respect or trust from their employees, but just that the employees care any amount about the, about the work that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. And the thing is like, I, like how I was saying before, like being an entertainer, being an artist, one of the things that you end up doing is you'll take shitty jobs. Like I've taken mm-hmm. shitty jobs where I've responded to those Craigslist, Craigslist ads where it's like, should I have responded to that? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I yeah, probably yeah, yeah. should have been like, red flag, Stephanie Valencia. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, dealt with those creepers, dealt with those, definitely those situations where uh, you feel like, like I said, you feel like a prostitute. You don't believe in the project. <laughs> it's not really doing anything for you, but you're like, I will do anything yeah. for a break. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You, as an artist, you start to feel like that. I guarantee you've had access they're like, I work in the worst film I've ever worked in because oh, they're like, I just need any opportunity, any opportunity I can get mm-hmm. that they'll do the shittiest of things or something that's they're like, why am I here? And hating life. Like right. I've, I've, I've written. Yeah. I've written songs for projects. I didn't believe in at all with people that I was like, this guy is a creep. Like, mm-hmm. and I basically was like, listen, I will write you a song. I'll send it your way. Yeah. And, or, or because again, I was desperate. I was like, but then you had to get to that point where it's like, you know what? I know my value. I know my worth. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this shit anymore. Whole piece of this podcast, really. Right, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Dang. So how long were you? So you did it for two years. I guess we always have three questions we always ask before we, to kind of like wrap things up and make sure we covered everything. So uh, so question number one that we always ask uh, for this for this boxing gym place, when were you done and how did you quit? Like, when did you know I got to get out of here? Like, like when did you make that decision? And then when did you actually do it or how did you actually do it? 
I ran out of time. I just had no time. I got really busy doing what I, um, doing other stuff. And that's how I had to leave. It was like, oh, I can't teach anymore. You mm-hmm. know, I could only teach one day a week and I loved it. And then, um, the owner died. And so then oh, I was sure. like, I'm out. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The owner died who I loved was near and dear to my heart. And I was uh-huh. like, all right, I'm, I'm done. Like that is my cue to like, yeah, exit. Yeah. and so, um, yeah, I wasn't going to go and work for the new owners. I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm already getting so busy. I'm already limited on time. Um, so that's why I left. Yeah. And then, it was just time. um, it was just time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was only part time. So yeah, yeah it's like yeah, they don't, I mean, you, they don't give a shit. Um, they're like, thank you. If, if best case scenario, they said thank you, and that was it. Um, oh yeah, they did. Okay, question number two: What is would you say is one good thing you took from that bad job? And you can include the 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 child uh, performance nightmare. <laughs> Either one, uh, a good thing you took. Um, I think the one thing I took from any terrible experience, any terrible gig, because there's been some horrible gigs I've taken mm-hmm. from Craigslist, mm-hmm. like working with some questionable people. Mm-hmm. Um, and y'all know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Friends of the pod. They love Friends listening the every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, when is was, Stephanie going to be on? <laughs> right. When? Uh, was you have to recognize your value. You have to recognize mm-hmm. your value. And, like I said, you have to stop being a prostitute. It comes to that point of like in this industry is you can't be desperate. Mm-hmm. You have to recognize your value and really not be afraid to say, I deserve this. Sure. And mm-hmm. because I've definitely have done those gigs where it's like, what the hell am I doing? Like mm-hmm. this, this is not worth my time, not worth the money. Um, and so I feel that every person out there it's don't feel that you're going to get on some black list because as artists we're always afraid it's like oh this industry is large is large but at the same time it's a very small world where everybody knows everybody like one Mm -hmm. big mexican family where we all are related i feel (laughs) like is one thing is to think about is that you will make a name for yourself. The professional people that really want to work with you, they will find you, they will work with you and have them make their own damn opinion about you, mm-hmm. not have somebody else be influencing them. If they're listening to somebody else who you already don't respect, who you already don't value or whatever, your work ethic is going to speak for itself. Sure. And mm-hmm. I- I've had people turn around and say, hey, like what I heard this or that about this owner and I knew off the bat that it was all a lie because I know you personally, I've worked Mm -hmm. with you before and I know that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, well, thank you. Cause I'm not that person. I'm not a shit talker. I'm not going to sit there and be like, don't go to this place. They're on my blacklist. (laughs) Yeah. But I was, yeah, I was going to, but I feel that. Yeah. You, you have to not be afraid. I think that's the big one is you can't be afraid Mm -hmm. that no one's ever going to work with you ever again, because you had one bad experience. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. want to have more bad experiences, plenty of people will work with you over and over. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 did, I think that's an important point because it's like, you know, you, you're like, oh, I'm having such a bad time. Um, and if I say no to this, you know, I'll never have another thing. It's like, well, you'll have another one of these shitty things. Easy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the good stuff, you know, sometimes it's a numbers game and sometimes it's, oh, you know, but. Yeah, well, and that's point. the thing. It's not about who you know. It's about who knows you, right. and who's gonna Ooh. vouch and and who's gonna vouch for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, but that it, it's so true. Like you have to think about it like that because I know people that are sticking around. They've stuck with the same job. They're miserable with what they're doing, and they've been in it for five years. And they're like, "Yeah, but one of these days, I'm gonna get my shot. And if I leave now, I'm never gonna get my shot." It's like they should have given you your shot. They already Wait, know you. Uh, yeah, yeah. They already know you. They should. And in fact, they know that they can keep ago. the thing that they now know about you is that they can keep you in this pocket without changing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 Dang. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, question number three, not related to those bad jobs, just a sort of general check in. We've had a bit of a pandemic. Uh, it's sort of over. Couldn't tell you. Um, but how have you been? How are you doing? It's an open-ended thing. I'm doing, 
I'm doing well. I, you know, I think during the pandemic, one thing I learned about myself was um, I needed to spend time with myself. Mm. I am a person that's such a go-getter. I'm such a, a, a buyer. I tell people, I always feel like I'm that racehorse in the stables. That's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I have to be busy. I have to be on the run. I have to be like busy means productive and successful. And I realized during the pandemic that that's not the same thing. It's not true. Mm-hmm. I had to appreciate the opportunities that I had, live more in every opportunity I was given and not focus on, am I busy? Because if you so focus on, those minutes that you're not busy as a fail or as you being unsuccessful, you're not valuing yourself because mm-hmm. busy does not mean successful right. and rest is important. And that's me, be, me being an insomniac, me being a person that's like was used to performing every weekend and all those things. It was hard at first, but then I realized it's like, you know what, how much have you actually spent in your own bed? Like how much time mm-hmm. have you actually spent in your own bed? Yeah, like yeah. enjoying your space enjoy it because there's people that don't have that. So I had to like be very mindful about Mm. those things. And I learned to adapt. I learned to do a lot of Zoom stuff. Again, haven't mastered it clearly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but I definitely learned to adapt. And I had opportunities presented to me because I I was still being productive that I then valued every opportunity even more. Right. So I looked at the pandemic as a way for me to adapt and to grow. Incredible. <laughs> uh, well, Stephanie, it's been very enjoyable and yeah, illuminating. Really good time. Um, where can people find you uh, on the thanks, internet? Guys. Uh, if you'd like to be found. Stephanie Valencia, uh, type my name in correctly and you'll find me. S-T-E-F-N-I <laughs> Valencia. They can catch me on Instagram there, my YouTube channel there, and pretty much anywhere. And you don't have to type it. It'll be in the show notes. So just like swipe up if you're on a podcasting app and just boom, 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 click it. You don't have to spell anything. Um, those will be there. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Stephanie, of course. As I said, a real pleasure. And in the meantime, fuck this place. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you had a good time, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, leave a review, five stars, four stars. You can give less stars, but don't do that. I mean, you can, but just text us. You know, it's 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. You can just let it out, you know? Get mean. We're here for you. Okay, that's it. Bye for now. Fuck this place.